You are listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered. Welcome back to the second part of our conversation with our experts, Dr. Pradeep and Neeraj, talking about financial well-being. So with that, I will uh, move on to Neeraj. When for somebody who is unsure about their long-term stay out here in the UAE. So how flexible are the investment policies in terms of transfer or termination? I know you've touched upon it a little while back, but uh, just to clarify for our listeners who are just tuning in. Uh, so, a- as I mentioned earlier, also, uh, majority of the instruments available, you can continue from your home country once you leave this uh, place. Uh, mm. Having said that, once you start, you need to be a resident here, but then you can continue those, be it a term product, be it any investment product, you can continue those. Uh, you can uh, continue to pay the premiums. And when the maturity comes, you will get the money and it can be rooted through whichever country you are in, right? Uh, that is right. there. As we were talking about diversification, what is very important is, uh, so you talk about any instrument or anything, the most important is start now. That is the most important aspect, start now. And it's not about investing, at least about reading it, uh, about uh, understanding it. That is very, very critical. A majority of the uh, listeners, what I want to do say to them is, it's okay. There is no late start. Whenever you start, it's early. Uh, so you just start reading about it, uh, speaking to people. And if you know a financial advisor, speak to him, share your thoughts. It's almost like when you go to a doctor, you tell him all your symptoms very truthfully. Only then he can advise you. Similarly, on the financial planning also, whatever your beliefs, whatever your targets, whatever you want to do, be very mm-hmm. honest and open about it. And that's the way you will move forward. Right. I'll I'll be honest. I am having a ball having a chat with the both of you. Uh, but we need to quickly wrap things up here. So one last question to Dr. Pradeep. Now, in case there is a need for cash for someone, so do you think surrendering the policy is good or you should just take a partial withdrawal only? Okay, uh, Sid, uh, yeah, again, it, it is specific to the insurance policies questions. So those who are right. having insurance policy, uh, I would have to have a different two answers you know it de- first of all it depends upon the type of policy they bought it's not right. a straight that you should surrender and come out so if you bought a endowment policies which is uh, managed by insurance company and mostly they give you some bonus guarantee from the day one because since insurance hmm. company offers a guarantee with the term you choose at the beginning of the policy so insurance company is taking all the responsibility of managing those funds for the whole term so that they can offer you a better yield end of the time if you want right. to come out premature, it's always lost to the company and any insurance company doesn't bear the loss. It pass on to the customers. So surrendering those kind of policies, especially in endowment policy, I would personally say it's not recommended until unless you don't have any okay. options to continue that. So most of the company, they provide them the liquidity options in the form of loan advances. So you can take advances against those endowment policies. And even if you are not able to pay those loan back to the policies, it will be adjusted against your final maturity amount. So you will be only uh, losing the slightly interest portion, but your entire life cover, your full policies, other benefits, which is the bonus benefits and all, or guaranteed benefits linked with the policies, secure with that. So you need to, you know, slightly have the cost analysis and averaging, which is the beneficial for them. 
there is another category of insurance policy which is linked with the market which we call it as a ulip unit linked investment mm-hmm. plan insurance plan so in that after locking period is over so mostly you will have most of the products have locking period of either 1 year or 3 years or 5 years so when the locking right. is over so you will have both the options you can have a partial withdrawal you can have a full withdrawal complete withdrawal as well so when you feel that i need some money in that mostly they don't provide the loans because it's related to the market and it's may go right. and up and down based on the everyday navs are declared by particular fund so i would recommend in that case you can evaluate your fund and you require it you can come out as a partial withdrawal or you can surrender the whole policies without having because surrender should be the last options i would recommend right. uh, you can evaluate other options linked with the policies that can give you more flexibility when requiring a cash brilliant now i'm sure our listeners are uh, really really enjoying and educating themselves so a very informative segment thank you so much neeraj thank you so much dr pradeep pleasure having you on and uh, now swiftly moving on to ask away our next segment now here we take up faqs by our lovely customers and uh, respond to them with the help of our experts so if you too are an inquisitive and curious learner like us i've got the questions and uh, if you also have questions about financial wellness and insurance don't hesitate just ask away slide into our dms on instagram follow us at policybazaar.ae and reach out to us via any of our social media handles and we'll try our best to answer your questions in the next episode so today we shall be taking up financial wellness questions that we received in our inbox so the first question it's coming in from abu dhabi and uh, dr pradeep this one is for you so ishita wants to know what are the biggest mistakes that people usually make during their financial planning process yeah ishita thanks for your question it's a lovely questions you know most of the things always we talk as of now we all spoke about what we should we are supposed to do you know most <laughs> very important is what not to do is also very very important in any yogic mantra which i call it as a financial yoga uh, so you know first thing first you know a lot of mistakes which as a general individual do i don't say it is a conscious mistake but uh, because of lack of awareness or lack of uh, you know understanding so i'll start uh, the sita's questions uh, that you know whenever you want to plan anything at home even a small get together or uh, any marriage celebration going out for a world tour anything you know you sit on a weekends you prepare chart down uh, what is to be done from where the caterers will come the hospitality team will come or if i going for a outside tour which flight which hotel where to visit where these all you list it down and then you try to align right. the you know instrument through which you are going to achieve that generally i have not i have seen most of the client they never sit on a friday or saturday and sit and prepare a budget okay i want a retirement after 25 years i i am going to have a kids today i already had a kids or maybe i am planning to have a kids from next year so how i am going to plan for kids child educations or my own savings i want to buy a villa in dubai in next 5 uh, years timeline so how i'm going to achieve it we may dream of you know we may casually think of you do not put it on the paper and when you are not having a written financial goal isita you are biggest mistakes which we do is no written no consign on that so the first thing which every customer does every client i have seen does is they do not have a written financial goal 
number one number right. two you know most of the things uh, they have a goal sometimes they believe or someone has guided these has to be goal but they are not budgeted for it you know you are you bought a lot of uh, debt instrument that means you bought a car on the credit card house on the uh, on your um, uh, mortgage uh, you have bought some tv fridge very next day and luxuries which can accommodate with the 15 inch tv but you bought 75 inch palace sofa many things you put the money aside to have a luxuries but you forget to budget your financial goal in aligning with the instrument number 3 which most of the customer you know now after covid has realized that emergency fund is very very important and you know emergency fund we talk about earlier we used to say okay 3 months of salary should be emergency fund no definition has changed at least you should have minimum 6 month of salary in the account at any time redeemable and even now you can go up to 9 months as well because you know lockdown has taught many person you need to have an emergency fund after that you know procrastination you know what while procrastination i was talking about to some of the clients two days back you know delaying the decisions of financial management you understand it uh, okay uh, pradeep everything is very good fantastic we must do it okay let us wait for next week and do it sir we are talking Correct. about uncertainty in life which you never know you 5 minutes down the line what is going to happen you cannot sure. postpone some of the things which is essential of your financial management and you know lot of i list is very long isita but i would suggest you need to have a goal you need to have a proper budgeting you have a emergency fund proper asset allocation you must keep before you know making don't go and buy with emotional intelligence you know most of the people just say emotionally oh i got it see i put it this much 10 i got 40 in one year oh very good instrument and he they he or she invested at 40 and then money goes down to 20 and he lost everything so let's not have a emotional buyer at this uh, stage and uh, finally you need to have a coach that's the mistake mm. we should not do you should not be expert try do not to be an you know expertise on everything i always say as a joke but say it's very relevant today and very serious on this tone i am talking about you know when your child is sick you know and just a cold cough from school he brought it you can go on the google you type the you know uh, symptoms they will prescribe you the medicine will Correct. you go and buy it from the shop no you haven't because it no. attached with your emotions of your child you go to the doctor and he doctor write the same prescription and you with the trust you bought and do it that's one of the re- reason you require a financial advice with the coach who is expert in this that is the health which makes you physically fit this is the finances if you have a good health and you don't have a finances you cannot live your life similarly True. if you have a lot of finances but you don't have a good health you there is no point of having a lot of money you know both are very very relevant and which is very very important in this world say so i hope isita understood the mistakes which we must avoid in life thank you so much doctor ichita hope you got your answer and uh, moving on to the next question this is from ajman and it is for neeraj nathan wants to ask neeraj how can inflation impact my savings for the future and if so then how to factor it in during our financial planning so great question obviously the objective goal of any investment or any instrument is how do i beat inflation right because anyways the expenses are going to increase 
and how do i ensure that okay if the inflation is 5% how do i at least get 5% return so that at least the value stays something similar right now for that uh, i yeah. believe again at any stage what stage you are at i believe couple of things that needs to happen is see and i'll take couple of examples right i being a 40 year old have a very different need as compared to my father who's probably 70 years old right now for him uh, more than inflation what he he needs is yeah i have enough capital i want this capital to be secured and i get some returns on it right he he, he does not want to True. do any volatility in terms of his capital so he'll put the money in debt instruments and debt instruments would somehow try and match the inflation but they'll typically be lower than the inflation right that is how typically a debt instrument is uh, now if i am a 40 year old what i would do is i will park certain money in a debt instrument which will give me an assured return save my capital but then i'll also give a market linked return because i want to play the markets and see the most important aspect if you want to beat inflation you cannot have a short term goal nothing happens in short term Uh, the other aspect is a lot right. of people believe they will time the market if everybody could time the market i don't think so we would be doing our regular jobs and we'll just do that <laughs> right true <laughs> uh, that so 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 to beat the inflation what i i believe is don't worry about timing the market obviously speak to your financial advisor mm-hmm. he'll guide you on that but having said that having a right mix of a debt instrument and a market linked is the right way to go about it Uh, and look at it from a long term perspective don't look at it from a 2 3 years but typically have a view of at least 5 to 10 years view and that is where you need to assess whatever instrument your advisor is suggesting or what you think is and go to the past returns again when i talk about past returns don't look at 2 3 years look at it at a 5 10 year because 5 10 typically a 10 year period would at least have a two cycles one of an up one of a down right so i believe any instrument Correct. that you evaluate go back 5 to 10 years and see the past performance of it and basis that evaluate don't look at only the upside of it because at the uptime everything looks hunky dory but when the markets are bad what do you then and that is where the strength of a product probably helps you decide Uh, so if you on the inflation side i believe diversification with a debt plus a market linked is very important and obviously go to the long term strategy behind brilliantly said all right so after nathan now this is a question which is coming in from dubai again and this is for dr pradeep vinny wants to ask uh, dr pradeep how do you recommend someone adjust their financial goals as they're getting older yeah so financial as niraj was rightly mentioned same related to the questions i will just add on with the a's you know financial instruments are again based on the risk appetite as uh, mm-hmm. i was talking about the three levels of pyramid first is a protection then you need to go for low risk of investment and then go for risk so if you are younger i would still yeah. recommend you go I, you know there is a formula in the market which is universally everybody understand that 100 minus your age so if you are 30 years old so it's a 70% should go in the maximum up to 70% you can park your money in equity market because that is having risk but long term they can give you a better yield and over right. the years when you are increasing your age your percentage of risk investment should reduce mm-hmm. but this is universally everybody talked about but i am slightly not 100% true on 100 minus age but i always recommend 80 minus age because now life expectancy is 80 the 20 okay. years is just is, ignore it so 20 means you you know you work for you study for 25 years you work for 25 years 
and then right. if you have a proper planning for mm. between 25 years you can have the remaining 25 years are not dependent like first 25 years so uh, you know with the age you should slightly shift to the debt instrument as uh, neeraj was saying which gives you at least capital protections and i would personally recommend after 60 until unless you are very super hni you know lot of surplus assets you should keep your portfolio minimal in the equity segments you keep it in most in debt instrument annuity class retail class banks which gives you capital protections and but in between told you from 25 right. to 50 this is the age where you can generate higher income so you should be more exposed to the equity but not only equity most of the young they do they start earning and immediately they start doing on bitcoins share market and equity market that's not good if you start first with life insurance right then go for the capital protection maybe 20% 30% but more than that you go on equity market but first two levels has to be finished very we hope you got your answer and um, moving to our next question this is again from dubai jovin wants to know from neeraj is i know you've you've touched upon it but uh, a little bit more what's an ideal period for accumulating enough savings see two things here it is very important to have the goals right right so you have your buckets right now mm. the, one of the buckets uh, could be okay your child's education when he turns 18 uh, he right. needs to have certain pool of money because the college fees and everything will happen right the other goal could be okay i want to buy a house in 10 years now typically those will define the uh, target on what the duration should look like but if you have a financial or or you have a wealth building goal then it needs to be at least a 10 year goal uh, otherwise mm. and obviously what does that mean is it does not mean ki you put in the money and forget it for 10 years though no you keep on evaluating how the markets are going how the different instruments are working and you keep on revaluating putting in somewhere else or uh, right. slightly changing the portfolio but what it is essentially means is you need to have a long term view right if you have a very short term mm-hmm. view on it uh, it's like obviously hoping against hope that okay i'll put in the money and it will double up next year uh that that doesn't happen right and but the idea is people get influenced by it and they start taking very short term goals so set your certain basic a uh, very obvious goals as i mentioned earlier for example i have a very obvious goal my kid is going to turn 18 then he'll require certain money for his graduation then probably at 23 24 he might require for post graduation so what i have done is i have put in certain child education plans which will give me a lump sum money when he turns 18 so i don't have to really mm. uh, dig into my savings hopefully the cost of education has not increased that much and i am i, I have i'm hoping i have planned enough for him so that i can do that right, right. so th- that is how uh, i believe the planning needs to go about it's like exercising the more you put in the hard work and the longer tenure it is the better you get so said on that see investing is not uh, very exotic or very uh, exciting to look at it is boring obviously uh, you have to be at it you have to be patient i believe that is Correct. very very important and i believe uh, boring and being patient and being at it are the things which give you result similarly we've been talking about physical fitness physical fitness you do not get in one day uh, it is a boring mm-hmm. a boring thing you have to do in day in day out and you start to see the results probably in few months right similarly investing Absolutely. is not very exciting at times it is boring but you have to be at it
Well said. Okay, we just have time for one last question and it is from Abu Dhabi. Latham wants to know from Dr. Pradeep, what percentage of our salary should we have as an emergency fund? You you just briefly touched on it, but uh, can we have that in for Latham? So, uh, yeah, it depends upon your uh, if you are free from any debt, any liabilities. So whatever savings you are doing it, I think emergency fund, you always you must uh, have minimum six months of your salary or mm. minimum six months of your fixed in, uh, you know, uh, requirement of your uh, living a peaceful life that should be always in a, your current account. So you accumulate that and beyond that, this you maintain that minimum balance, which we bank normally say you need to have a minimum balance. So you keep that balance as if you don't have that money and keep right. it in the account. Let us take if somebody want the minimum expenses, I have 10,000 dirhams uh, mm. to live a life, not, you know, accumulating the yearly expenses like house rent, car, this, forget those things. But normal right. living uh, life, you require 10,000 dirhams. So at least 40, 50,000 dirhams, you must be in your account as a minimum balance. And beyond that, you take a call. So whenever if your net threshold is going below 50, you are on a red red list. So I think uh, we should have minimum six months of emergency fund uh, of your salary in the emergency fund. Fantastic. Litham, I hope you got your answer. And thank you so much, Dr. Pradeep. Thank you so much, Neeraj. All right. So this brings us to the end of this segment. But uh, don't tune out just yet. If you have any other questions about financial wellness and insurance, simply ask away. DM us on Instagram, follow Policy Bazaar UAE or reach out to us via any of our social channels. And we will try our best to answer your queries in our next episode. For now, I hope we're all set with our knowledge about financial wellness. We shall meet again in the next episode with more information and insightful content along with our lovely experts. So thank you so much for this in-depth conversation on financial wellness. Neeraj and Dr. Pradeep, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Yeah, pleasure was mine, Sid. Thank you. Thanks, Sid, for having us here. Thank you. Thank you so much to the both of you. We wish you both the best along with our lovely listeners. That's it for today's episode, everyone. See you again in the next one. Till then, take care and stay tuned. You were listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered.